Hello. Hello. There you go, look, you can tell two of us are here again. Hello. Well, Steve's really good at this multi-voicing, and apparently we've got some beast in the background. Don't you just like how Steve's voice acting is getting better and better as this mini-series goes on? Yes. <laughs> anyway. Hello and welcome back to 16 Camera Keys. Mm. Place where the 80s passes their sex. <laughs> We're a little hyper. Um, yes, um, as mentioned last oh. episode, two weeks Yeast. ago, we are now on a, uh, a fortnightly release. Um, uh, we are currently uh, still working through uh, personal. Um, uh, what's the word? Issues? Issues, not issues, but like. There's, there's uh, hurdles, hurdles in the ways, what I want to say, because issues sounds worse than yeah. it is. It's personal hurdles. Personal hurdles. hurdles. That personal are, hurdles. Um, that are causing uh, the group's return to recording uh, to uh, to be delayed. Yes. However, you, dear listener, will not suffer um, our personal <laughs> hurdles as we continue um, some Until stories. Until we decide that you do. Um, I was thinking about what this episode could be, and I was thinking about what because um, each week as you've heard or now each fortnight you've been hearing a new um, part of what's happened in the background uh, of the Council of Syrinx um, for Emma who's not listened because she's a player and good and doesn't want to learn about the background of things surely um, she, <laughs> we've learned about the Beholder um, the weird two person in one um, yes. Goliath and Dwarf We've learned about why Orcus might have been tied in. I don't know why in. I'm saying yes, like yes, we have. Um, and uh, and and last episode, uh, we learned a bit about what's been happening whilst um, Alnip's team have been uh, running around, playing around in the uh, in the the area of Crendel. Um, we uh, we we met Brennigan Finn once yeah. again, our uh, devious vampire. His who name apparently... is very similar to Peregrine Finch. Yes, um, it's almost I'm a bad writer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's planned. Shh. <laughs> okay. Um, for those that spotted it last time, when uh, <laughs> when um, when Brennigan said, "Oh, I like you, Peregrine Finn," and I went, "Oh no, I meant to say Finch." Mm. Whoops. Mm. Um, thank you for reading into that. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yes, uh, we learnt about uh, Brennigan has been. Teasing the members of uh, yeah. of the, the groups that are going around investigating um, the plane of Nomadia. Um, one such group was uh, the uh, I believe you were the vagabonds. Vagabonds. You were the leader of the vagabonds, Peregrine Finch, mm. with your trusty wolf spider <laughs> companion Lull. <laughs> because what else do you call a wolf spider companion? Laurel. And uh, Laurel is unfortunately last seen helping you fight away Brennigan Finch. Yes. Brennigan Finn. Yeah, no, I'm doing it purposely. Brennigan Finn. No, oh, I uh, won't. <laughs> you are last seen fighting Brennigan Finn yes. in the uh, in the Darkwood uh, to the west of Cordelia or Bower Heath because Cordelia is the plain and Bower Heath is the Isle. Yes. Which is where we left off. But Yes, however... You were interested in Emma as a player. You were interested in Peregrine Finch. You seemed to yeah, take fun. quite well to her. Um, and uh, I thought it'd be interesting, uh, whilst we await the return of another group um, in this challenge to see who will be the <laughs> the, uh, the heirs to the World Splitters um, domain. We uh, know the World Splitters. It'd be interesting to see what happens with Peregrine now that she's failed, because the plan was essentially, um, or not plan was, and the plan kind of is still, um, Peregrine will be an NPC at some point in the world. Um, by hook or by crook, she'll be the last in this book. Um, <laughs> Get on with it! But no, I'm trying, I'm trying to explain. Um, the idea was that if you had survived last time and you had beat Brennigan, there would be a formidable ally for the group in that you are living and knowing things however this time or this version of the world uh, you were killed by Brennigan mm. um, and the last you remember was being uh, drained of your life <laughs> as he bit into your neck mm. in the clearing 
after he had slaughtered the rest of your group. So we pick up now with Peregrine again. Hello. I don't remember what the voice was, but it's fine. She's different now. She's different. New. Little. Little. Yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Not sponsored. (laughs) Anyway, um, so we pick up with you, Peregrine, in another moment of shock and confusion. um, As you awake, this time, in a dank chamber. Turn my music up so you can hear. Never anybody just waking up in a nice bed. Critical Role did a very funny <laughs> thing about this, and I very much agree with it. Nobody who is happy and successful in their life in D and D wants to be an adventurer. No. And it was the joke of, "Hey, Kyle, I hear you just got married and like <laughs> you've settled a, a mortgage on the house. Do you want to come fight a dragon?" Fuck no. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. Other podcasts are available. Um, including ours, join us. Um, Yay. <laughs> um, but yes. Okay, woken up in a dark, dark chamber. You wake in a dark chamber. It is stone walled, um, dank in the. There seems to be a leak running down one wall. You're not sure um, whereabouts you are. You remember everything that happened before you fell out of consciousness. As you look around the room, you can see that it is a very solitary. Um, and um, what's the word I was just about to say? Spartan. That's the one. Spartan. Spartan, Spartan. set up in the room. It looks like your typical, um, if not more austere version of an inn's room that you've uh, rented. There is a simple table, chair, bookshelf, bed. And there's a basin of water on the table. Um, there are no mirrors in this room. Um, and you awake with a wrenching first. But only blood can satisfy. <laughs> you say that. There is a weirdness to this. You have been, you as a uh, as a, a forest dwelling ranger, yes, are used to um, sometimes going for certain periods of time without as much yeah. sustenance uh, as you require. However, you find the bare minimum to survive. Yes. Um, in this instance, you are feeling quite parched. <laughs> A raking dryness in the back of your throat. Okay. Well, then let's. Um... Just for clarity, by the way, um, as you wake, you notice that your armor is still um, donned. You are still clothed. You are in. You are lying on top of a bed. So not... I don't appear to have lost anything. Um, Macon, no, I think you would know this uh, automatically because you're a ranger. There is a sense of loss in you. Because Laurel is no longer no longer bonded with you. You have lost your companion. It's a moment of sadness, or as sad as Peregrine Finch can be. Moment silence for Laurel before she gets off the bed and starts exploring the chamber. So you said there's no mirrors and stuff. Have you just listed everything she would have found out from exploring? Uh, you well, that's um, where the joy of the perception versus investigation role comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, perception is looking around, seeing what you can see, whereas investigation is delving into. I'd like to investigate the room, please. Make me an investigation okay. check. Okay. Now that you can roll her character, I on know. D&D Beyond. It works now. It's that's a sixteen. Had, uh, for for knowledge for those that want to use D&D Beyond because yes. we did make a comment about this last time um, it's because Emma had not claimed the character yes. uh, as I made it on my account we didn't, didn't know that I needed to claim the character we're new here <laughs> uh, but we do know because you don't use D&D Beyond no, a lot I don't use it at all so, I only yeah. just about use it when I had to make a character or something for yeah. you guys who and use it I haven't been using it too long hmm Anyway, uh, so you're investigating 16. the room, sorry, it's 16. Yes. Uh, looking around, there is very little of interest or um, concern. Um, as I say, you see what was around here. The only thing that seems, as you look under the bed, you kind of move things around. The water is clear. Um, funnily enough, you see no reflection when you look in the water. That doesn't strike me as odd the first time, because I have bigger concerns on my mind. Oh no, that's fine. I'm Till just... I realise, hang on a second, 
It's because uh, investigation, <laughs> I believe, uses your wisdom. Yes. So therefore, your brain so, would be processing it. So this it. is it. The first glance, I didn't really notice anything. No, it's the other around. It's intelligence. Excuse me. Until I think, hang on, that was strange. Something's off here. And I go back to look in the water and don't see anything looking back at me. No. You just see as if you this weren't there. This is weird. You can see the, the ceiling reflected back off the water. Um, I do all of the classic things that they do in films. You know where someone's like gone invisible or stuff where they hold their hands out and yeah. like do it, but do it over the water for a reflection. There's no it, reflection. You interact with it. You are still corporeal. You are yep. managing to do things. Still feel, um, still feel it being wet. Yes. Can't see my hands. Um, something, it or in something it. else you will spot in the room while you're looking around. There is a door. It is locked. You would have attempted it. Yeah. Um, and on the bookshelf that was mentioned, there are one or two books there appears to be the typical uh, history of uh, of Cordelia however in this one you can see that Cordelia is crossed out and the word Nomadia has been written on oh. the on the spine almost like somehow the book has been edited um, after this guy's really into Nomadia isn't he really um, well it's where he's from and also yeah. this is the word you're from yes um, he's proper into it man there is um, a somewhat gothic looking tome uh, called The Curse of Strahd Wink I um, picked it up and have a quick flick through but it seems to be about vampires it's it's a, I like the idea actually of this, <laughs> this case. it's a novel from the perspective of um, for those that have played Curse of, Curse of Strahd it's a novel from the perspective of um, Strahd <laughs> no, from, from um, uh, Irina Oh. Um, the girl in the first village that you go to as she joins a party to try and take on Strahd in the uh, the cursed land of Barovia. Um, but less on that so we don't spoil any viewers or listeners' right. enjoyment of campaign. Okay, well, super. I um, flick through it. Nothing funnily enough, of interest to in me jumps out. As I was just mentioning, sorry, there are a couple more books on here. Okay. For a player perspective, this is something that I'm putting there. Each book, there is the Horde of the Dragon Queen, the Tomb of Annihilation, oh my Dungeon God. of the Mad Mage. Oh my God. Each book seems to be, as a player, obviously she wouldn't know this, but they seem to be almost like novels of a... As you pick them and just flick through each of them, they are novels about an adventuring party, each of them different taking on a large story which has bad guys such as Strahd von Zarevich, Aserak the Eternal One, Tiamat. There, there are loads of different like bombastic novels about uh, mm. adventurers um, taking on different places uh, in a place known as Faerun. Faerun. Yes. Okay, I flick through the books. Is there anything specific on this bookshelf that would interest me? Um... Is it worth doing a I perception check? Or? Because you are fleshing the character out a bit more yeah. in this instance, uh, knowing that information, are any of them something that would interest you out of that which you might be looking for something out of those? Um, probably the vampire ones. Also the the Cordelia one where he crossed out the title and wrote Nomadia because... Uh, that doesn't look like he's done it. It looks uh, like on the... You know when like you get a nice oh, uh, hardback book yeah. and they have the embossing and the, yeah. like, the gilding of the... It looks like it's been purposefully right, okay. struck and then redone as the name. Almost like if you've ever seen the cover of uh, Eric by Terry Pratchett okay. because it's an, uh, a pastiche of Faust or Faustus. Okay. Um, uh, it has Faustus crossed out and then... Um, I don't think around the books you mentioned, I don't think there was anything that stood out as being too interesting or relevant, apart from Strahd, but I don't want to talk about another D&D game in the middle of this one. <laughs> uh, let's... You said the door was locked? Yes. She tried it? Yes. Okay. So there's literally nowhere else to go. You're just in this room. Yeah, but what would you do with this? I've given you information about it. There are things you can do still. Like you can do whatever you want, but you tell me what she would do. Um, I want to. No, interestingly, I was going to try and cast Cure Wounds on myself to see if it did anything. 
see if um, it made me go back to normal. Because obviously we're in a realm where, uh, so HP isn't health points as such. Yeah. Um, it's more about like your endurance of a thing uh, rather than your actual like life points. Um, I would say you would know that you are, although you've got this kind of raking thirst, your uh, your body seems to be at, at ease and uh, not feeling, apart from that loss of your To connection. find out what I'm thirsty for, because it's not immediately obvious. Wink. Um, is it worth doing insight or medicine? I don't know which I is mean, better. Like, is there a spell I can do on myself to figure out why I feel... I would say that where I am, you can roll an insight on yourself if you want to, because yeah. there is that thing of like you know when you're Ooh. you're not sure. God, unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty, lovely. You know that that moment where you're like, oh, I I, I have a thirst for something, like yeah. I, I really fancy something, but I can't tell you what it is. And then someone goes, oh, we should get hot chocolate or something. You're like, oh. oh, yeah. There is a sensation where you look at the bowl of water. You go, no, I'm not. Although I understand that yeah. there's a first, I know that it's not water. Yes. So you start thinking, uh, and you check down on your pack, and you realise your wine skin is there. Yeah. Uh, so you reach down and you take a drink. It seems to sate it for a moment, but then, as almost like when you watch a hot glass, mm. which is just a water pot on it, it's almost like your throat starts to dry up again. It's a shame that whoever turned me, turned me, um, didn't fill my water flask with something else. Knowing, knowing that I'd want something, so I'm kind of okay. I'm stuck in a room. There's a bookshelf with books. There's a door that's locked. I don't have the ability to open that door. Bear with. Bear with. Bear with. One moment, listener. One moment, listener. Uh. I'm just gonna put you on hold. No, none of my none of my tools are useful. No, I've got the character for over here. I don't believe uh, you do that. Um, books, water, door is locked, bed. Have I missed anything? Nope. Um, You've got all your gear and stuff with I've you. I've got all my gear. Nothing's been stolen. Nothing's been taken. I can't nope. see what I look like. Nope. And there isn't anything here that's making me less thirsty. Nope. I'm kind of stuck. What? what? There's no windows, is there? There's no windows. Oh, man. I'm going to bang on the door. Okay, you start banging on the door. Help! And as you start doing this... Help! As you start Let doing, me out! As you start shouting, um, on the wall where you imagine if this was a normal uh, like room uh, being rented out in an inn, um, a clearing starts to appear in the wall itself as if a window is starting to be added to the room. And you can see on the opposite side what looks almost like a two-way mirror Aww. with a, an investigation room. You see um, sat at a quite a formally set dinner table um, on the opposite side of this wall uh, through the now there window. Uh, Brennigan Finn oh. is now sat just t- tucking a, uh, a cloth into his um, into his uh, his collar. Uh, his hair is slicked back, as you remember. He looks much more dressed up and clay- cleaned up. Where he's in more of a travelling suit uh, earlier, he's now in all the full pomp and friffery of a of a uh, of a Victorian fop. Hello, can I go now? Um, that depends entirely on how things go in the next few minutes. Um, can I interest you in uh, a drink? What is it? Well, what do you want? Something that will make me feel less thirsty. Ah, <laughs> that's the rub, isn't it? Yes, I have a horrible suspicion here. And what drink can you offer me? Anything you want. And he gestures, and as he does, uh, over the side of the window, uh, in the kind of like the gap between the the window frame and the wall corner, and almost like ghostly apparition of a human steps forward, oh. uh, holding a tray. It looks to be almost like butler esque, uh, and you can see that there are several glasses uh, on the tray itself. They all look to be apparitional as well. And what are in these? As I say, whatever you like. Is it one of those you drink in it and it becomes what you want? Exactly. Thank you. So I'll just pick one of them then. Okay. And I drink want, it. What do you hope for? Right. So she <laughs> she doesn't want it to be true, but she has a strong suspicion she's become a vampire. So 
against her better judgment, she wants it to become blood. Okay, so you start drinking, and it's almost like drinking water. Yeah. There is the non-flavoured sensation of a cool liquid passing over your gullet, and then there is a sudden stab of metallic as it starts to change. Oh, my God. And it becomes warmer. Oh, no. And there is also a point where, as you start to almost... You can sense an unnatural nature behind you, starting to enjoy it more than you physically, as you as a player are now starting to um, be put, so upon, put off by. You yes. start to notice that it actually becomes more thick and um, almost clotted as your your enjoyment starts to take over and you then start to retch as yeah. your primal brain and your... Yeah, her brain catches up to everything. Yeah. Your intelligent, sentient being, <laughs> and you now start spitting. However, as you throw the cup, and it, it almost um, the cup hits the floor, and two or three seconds later, the sound of a cup hitting the floor echoes through the room. Is that part of the apparition? Yes. Okay. Um, you sense that that first is now gone. Right. Well, I think I was right. I kind of wish I wasn't. Right, dear, why are you doing it? So, I'm a vampire? <laughs> you fucking witch. Then I'm what? What we like to call a spawn. Oh, that sounds nice. What's that? It's basically, um, sorry, I'm struggling to get into his voice. Um, it's basically the idea of um, a frol, a, uh, a servant. Someone who uh, likes to has it's almost like um, you know those uh, cell source that you get down south yeah. that like to go out and do things because they have a bounty on their heads and they think yes. if they do the job they'll lose the bounty. Yes. It's like that, but the bounty never goes. Okay. You're not a vampire until and he uh, at this point he takes a very sharp steak knife from the side of his plate that's in front of him and he raises his wrist in front of you and just starts to cut along the side of his arm uh, across the side of his forearm nowhere near the actual wrist itself just cutting gently across the actual side of his forearm you can see like a drip of blood starts to fall uh, onto the plate in front of him you're still bleeding I thought you were a vampire I, I thought you didn't have blood oh I have blood everyone has blood don't be stupid okay I feel like everything I knew about vampires was you've been reading books again haven't you stop reading books about fucking vampires I haven't read a book in years well that might explain a couple of things vampires don't have blood but they drink blood from their victims and whatever they are functioning humanoids that thing that I drank was blood they don't have it's not that they don't have blood, they have blood. Their body is uh, in a state of decaying. But they still have the, the functions and all that. It's just that, you know, to keep it living, you have to keep it topped up. Okay. I feel like you should probably stop cutting your arm open. Yeah, and he waves his hand over. And uh, in a very similar fashion as you're someone who has healing magic, yes. you see the wound cutting, uh, clearing up. Oh, good. You're good at that. I have many tricks. Mm. So, um... Uh, as a spawn, what am I doing here? Well, you're on the naughty step right now for uh, being naughty, obviously. When was I naughty? Well, you know, I asked you quite calmly to uh, go back to your friends in uh, in uh, the the area around Cardoon. Oh, and, and I had the misguided notion that I could kill you. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. Yeah. I killed eleven of your men straight without even blinking. Yeah. And you think, oh, you know me with my feckin' spider. I'm going to be able to kill him. Yes. Is Laurel okay? Which part of Laurel? And she just glares at him. And at this and point you see, um, just to add uh, salt to the wound, you see another apparition step through the, the wall next to him and puts a plate down in front of him with the lid. As he does, you see a grilled spider carcass on his plate in front That's of him. That's quite big, though. Oh, it is, yes. It's like a full roasted pig sort of thing in front of him. Because the, the, Laurel herself was bigger than an actual spider, wasn't she? Yes. 
Yes, it's a f- the the plate is like you know it's like a suckling pig with the apple yeah. in its mouth. Oh. It's like he's just playing. Obviously, these are ghostly apparitions. Yeah. There's unseen servants that can just move shit. Yes. Uh, but it places in front of him, and he just takes the sh- the steak knife and a, a fork and starts scraping them and looking. At- Sorry, that's very uh, that's very careless of me. Would you like a leg? Seeing as you appear to be in charge, what would you like me to do? Well, right now, you've got to think about what you did. I'm still not sure which bit I'm in trouble for. Well, attacking me, for one. Um, you kind of deserved it. Eh. You, come on, you had to expect it at the very least. Oh, I did. It's just, you know, I thought you would have understood that you're in a losing battle and you might have but packed it off. was worth a shot. Hey. And go down fighting, you know? That's why you're in there and not in a fucking grave. Oh, well, thank you for this. I'm thrilled. I'll give it a great review. When you have redeemed yourself... Yes. I'm going to le- let you out into the world and you're going to go do some stuff for me. Think of yourself as a new um, right-hand man. Excellent. What if I don't want to? At that point... You get to suffer the awkwardness of never being able to feel satisfied again. And slowly but surely withering away to a husk. Because mm. I have something you need. Your bounty, remember? Mm. What is this bounty? Well, there are two ways that a vampire spawn can change. Uh-huh. One, they are left to die like a rocking husk. Oh, okay, the thing you just said. Right. Mm-hmm. Second, they prove themselves worthy to their master. And their master gives them a drop of blood of their own. You are turned completely by the bite that turned you into this. The blood of the same vampire turns you fully to your own impressive being. So I do what you say and I become a proper vampire. Mm -hmm. I don't do what you say and I die a rotting husk. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Fairly simple, isn't it? And you hear the crack as he snaps one of the legs, mm. almost like mm. uh, like a, a lobster leg mm. in a seafood restaurant. Mm. 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 Well, you presented me with a really hard choice. Just out of interest, then, what is the thing you would want me to do? Well, as I mentioned last time, before you rudely struck out. Um, I'm looking... Apologies, you do seem to be okay. Well, you know, it took me a moment or two to catch my breath after that one. I will give you credit where credit is due. Oh. You you got me quite you got me quite sharp at one point. Oh. Well, apologies, and also you're welcome. As I say, there are a reason why you're in there and not in a grave. Yes. Go on then. I want to take over Nomadia. I want to remove these problems that your little gnomish friend and uh-huh. his lich friend are trying yeah. to put across us. I don't think it's a great idea for you to take over Nomadia. <laughs> but why? Because you're not a nice person. What in any circumstance suggests that someone who rules should be nice? Um, Just... Good manners. I'm poli- I am political and charming at the best of times. Yeah. I gave you adamant chances to leave before I attacked you. Secondly, is a nice ruler better than a horrible one? I think there's an interesting choice of honesty here. You're familiar, I'm sure, with uh, the uh, the the council that looks after Aelstorm's rest. Yeah. The, uh, the, the King Colfret and all that yes, and all the yes. others. So he's Mr. Shiny. Leonin, yeah. great lion guy. He's really lovely. Everybody loves him. He's yeah. the greatest thing. Yeah. Why is poverty so high in certain areas? Well, he can't solve everything. Oh, but he's such a nice person about it. Yeah, and I'm sure he wants to do... And I'm sure his coffers are full with money that could quite happily feed and house... See, now we're just nitpicking. No, now I'm trying to prove a point. You're saying that I, someone who was cordial, was patient, was someone who allowed the first strike to be struck by you, not me. I feel if we're being honest that you'd be a 
rather awful dictator. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that thought entirely. Um, anyway. But then, is, but, what is the alternative if you're not in charge? Well, this place is going to be turned off. He starts to wave his finger around in a, in a like, circular fashion. Um, this place is going to be turned off once you lot have proven yourselves to be the heroes. Mm. Brendelwick will click his finger. Yes. And he will turn off his arcane copy. And what is it that happens to you, then? I don't know, and that's the part that I'm trying to stop. Because although he's created certain people in here in his idea to um, give you a safe space to prove yourselves, mm -hmm. he's also created something else. I think something happened when um, he created this place, because I don't... I know I have a sense inside me what I should be, almost like there's a script inside me that I'm meant to be following, but also I can see the outside of the script book and the desk around it as well. Like the Matrix? Kind of, yeah. Okay. I've just decided the Matrix is the thing now. Oh yes, that, uh, that series of plays that was let out in the... Why not? Why not? No, nobody said it's the film, it's just the Matrix. It's a, it's a, it's a common... Idea. So, uh, let's assume I've said yes and I help you to become in charge and rule this land forevermore. What did you want me to do? I have to kill someone, don't I? I'm not really sure at the moment. I'm trying to think of the things that I need you to do. There, there are simple steps that I'm like, these are the next things I'd probably do. But there's no big end game version of what happens yet okay. in my head. So step by step, what's the next thing? Well, I've gone around and systematically fucked around with every person that's yeah. in this game. That you, um, the wait, one... wait, 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 everyone. I told you, there's two of your group that are turncoats. Yeah. There's those free and Crendel that seem to, well, I say free, free and their fucking robot. Yeah. And that little pixie thing chased me. Like, I was already in a bad enough mood as it was. I don't even remember her. She can't have been that memorable. I, I don't know who met who, but... Oh. Oh. I've gone through and I've messed around with a couple of things. Now, my associates, the two that I've mentioned, mm. have also been doing some of this, so it's not just me having fun. Okay. But, at some point, you lot are going to be contacted... Or you're going to go back to your home base and check in with, like, we did our first missions, ha ha ha. And they're going to notice that some people aren't on the board anymore. Yes. And they're also going to find it suspicious that those people haven't woken up. That those people have disappeared. Yeah, there's, there's going to be some... Dead people. So my first instance is to send you as third turn cloak. Okay. But as a double flip if that oh. makes sense like a red herring red herring a double double bluff a double double bluff yes a I, double double agent you're gonna go in and tell them what happened <gasps> they but, won't believe it but fabricated enough that they don't believe it that they they believe the bits that we want them to believe so they will know that I'm, but I'm actually telling them the truth yes but they think it's a lie I want you to go tell them that I did all this because they won't believe it Act one, the great king of the dead right. has risen and is proving himself worthy. Act one, I tell them it was all you. Yeah. Act Breaking. two. Act two. They fight you. Act two, they start to do the things that they're planning to do. Yeah. yeah. So there'll be different groups that'll start. I'm sure, I'm sure the, uh, the members of the, the, I can't remember their names. There are, there are groups of them that, that, that survived. Their survivors will put together or they might leave. or no. But there will be, I bet. They'll band together and be a force I can sense it. I, I put a pound to a penny that those four that were in Crendel, the ones that chased me, yes. those ones are going to be my big problem. Probably. The Dragonborn, the High Elf, the Pixie and the Robot. Oh, a Dragonborn, probably. Yeah, that one was annoying. Yeah. Just stood there doing nothing. Yeah. There's a robot, though, that sounds... He's shiny. I like him. I'm going to take him. He's going to be my thing. I want him. Okay. Squash the pixie. Squash the pixie. And what was the other one? High Elf. Eh. He was charming. I liked him. Eh. 
Anyway. Anyway. We're going to... Not, not laughing at all. Um, act one. Tell me you did the thing. Act two. No, no, no. You're, you're making acts out of things that are scenes inside the act. Stop it. So act one. Yes. I need you to go back and do this thing. This is me setting the scene, right? And if I do this, you're going to give me blood. Don't count your chickens just yet. But you are going to give me yes. blood. If you behave yourself accordingly, you will be rewarded exponentially. What I need is, I need you to go and tell them. What I want you to do is to omit the bit where there are turncloaks in the organisation. Mm. You don't know which ones they are anyway. So if you did say it, we'd just be going, well, how do we know you're well, not one of them? Well, it would be stupid to mention it in the first place. You're the one survivor of the vagabonds. Uh-huh. They'll be so grateful that I've come back alive. Hmm. Okay. Again, I'm trying to think of the, I'm trying to work out the big picture at the moment, but I'm definitely going to get rewarded for this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure we're all very clear on that. Oh, we're very clear. Don't worry. Okay. But also know that you have a bad side, which will get yourself killed mm. if you upset me, and I'll know about it because I have a friend for you. Oh, good. I would like you to meet Mordecai. And a second unseen servant steps through. And on almost like a falconer's falconer's glove, there is a jet black um, blood falcon. Which one of these is Mordecai? I'll let you guess. Is it the bird? It is the bird. There is almost like a weird reddish smoke coming off it, almost like it's uh, almost like it's like antimatter burning the sense. Why is he doing that? Um, he is just a little. Um, he's a little experiment I had. He looks deadly. He is deadly. You don't call something a blood hawk and be it's big and squishy and lovely. Is he deadly to me, or am I safe? That depends if you behave yourself. Of course, I could I mean, behave myself. It's a deadly falcon. The uh, the apparition uh, like lowers its uh, arm and it starts to crawl, walk onto the table. And you hear the, the talons just like wrenching into the wood. Um, I'm super glad I've got a new friend. You're gonna need some time to focus with him and do your um, your uh, care bear routine that you do with the animals. The, the bonding, the bonding. Yes, but he's ready. Okay. Thank you. And is he magical? Yes. What can he do? Well, he can do this. And uh, he places his uh, fingers on his temple and closes his eyes. Uh, Not Mordecai. No. (laughs) This bird's now got fingers like... (laughs) It raises his Ah! wing. (laughs) Ah! Just break the tension for a moment. Um, Brennigan raises his uh, fingers almost in like that uh, Xavier focusing tight way and as he does you see you uh, turn and look at the falcon and his eyes start to flash from that dark red into a green well this isn't scary at all and as it? he does uh, the jaw opens and you hear coming from the mouth almost like through a weird speaker tannoy system here hello there um oh, this is brennigan checking in oh god just want to check in with you oh god i can hear everything through the 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 the, uh, the hawk's hair i'm glad i'm glad do I prove myself a giving patron? Uh, yeah. That yeah. part being from his normal voice as he stops the voice through the uh, falcon's beak. I bend down to look closer at the beak and the falcon does a fake peck at my eye because it's funny. I probably would have gone for your full eye, but yeah. Mordecai oh. gives no shits. <laughs> Mordecai knows how to joke around. Mordecai, Mordecai has a level in bard. <laughs> Mordecai's a dick. Mordecai's going down. Mordecai is our new plushie from Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Realistic no. eye pecking action. Okay, cool. But children will only see it once. Um, I, jump, <laughs> I jump back with like a, oh, you little bastard sort of thing. So, 
as I said, I want you to go out. I want you to tell them what a cruel taskmaster I am, how I have done this. But I don't want you to tell them that I have turned you into a vampire, obviously. I want you to say that you survived. I want you to say, unfortunately, your, uh, and he snaps another leg, your uh, beast companion didn't make it. But you managed to scrape out by the teeth of... I can't believe he's just, like, eating a spider. The skin of your teeth and, you know, the other 11 helped you get out. Okay. From you. I fought you. Yes. And I escaped you. Yes. Okay. Because it's all about you. Oh, I. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anyone in mind you want me to start with, or just... Whoever you see, in terms of, like, your people of competition but I intend you to go back to Caradine Hall and talk to the uppers well it wouldn't make sense to go there exactly first do they not have a an awareness of the fact that I died and she uses quote marks I have things in place for that because you're not supposed to be able to die in the game you officially have a heartbeat so as far as they're concerned nothing's happened to me and he takes his two fingers where he placed it on his temple mm. previously and does like a, a gesture to you to kind of like follow him and he places it against where his uh, where you check your pulse on himself and nods towards you. And she does it. And where you would normally feel so in a resting heartbeat you'd be about 60 beats per, se- to minute, per minute per second, Jesus Christ. Um, 60 beats per minute. Um, this one feels about 20. Okay. It's there. I feel it. You're just in a very very deep sleep to them uh, in the real world okay I've got I've got to figure out how to get back but that that's not your problem it's an interesting thing here where um, and this is me testing things as much as you testing think of me as a scientist if you will you are not your physical corporeal self right mm-hmm you are your spirit. Yes. I have turned your spirit into a vampire, but your physical body is not. Oh my god, this is messing with my brain. Now. Okay. This is why they think that you're alive, because you've just got into a very calm state in yeah. the real world. I've been playing with the metaphysics of it all. I've been learning these things. I've had a lot of time to think through the few weeks that... Uh, your boy set up the entire world and then left me uh-huh. to plot and get ready for you to arrive. And you, the royal you, not you as in yeah. you specifically, Peregrine. Okay. Alright, alright. I'll do this, but it's on the definite provision that I get treated fairly and oh, I get I... blood. Hey. As much as I hate admitting that I need it. Uh, vice is a vice. Yeah. But it can keep you in a comfortable grip. Thank you. Thank you. Now. I'm not happy that I'm a vampire, I will say that. Or, sorry, a spawn. But. You are able to come and go here. He gestures again around the building. Yeah. Um, as you please. Okay. But on leaving here, you will forget where it is. So how do I get back? Points at Mordecai. You ask your companion, and your companion will bring you. Sure. For the sake of not wanting to spoil the big end game, I won't tell you where I am, just so you can't tell the rest of them where I am. Because I wouldn't want them to go stumbling into my beautiful lair. And he gestures around. No, no, we wouldn't want that, would we? And falling into a trap. Not being fully prepared for what they're coming for. No, this all makes sense. If if you're a crazy person. In in the land of the blind, the one I'm on is king, right? Yes. So in the land of the insane... The weirdo is king. In the land of the insane, the one who's being the most... Sane? Not sane, but... Sensical. Yeah. Yep. When a, when, when a man cuts his face off because he's been told to... God, these all sound like thinly veiled threats. 
when a man cuts his face off because he's been told to by uh, a, a patron. Yes. Because beauty is a, a, a shell that we lie to ourselves of. Is he not releasing his inner beauty? I... Or is he just showing that he has no backbone and he can't stand up to things that will inevitably hurt him? Either, both, all of those things. Um, I don't think I want to get into a philosophical discussion with you right now. They never do. He (laughs) just throws his arms up in despair. Anyway, I am going to finish dinner. Okay. You are free to enjoy the lair at your leisure. But when you are ready to leave, you will know the way to leave. And, as I say, on leaving, you will forget where you are. I think it's for the best. You will know where you are in terms of, like... Think of think of this place having a mirage over it. Okay. You won't be able to see it being here, but you'll know where you are. Yes. In terms of the map of Bowerheath. Okay. So... I'll just get on my way now then. As you are, and he gestures, and as he does, um, the door opens and the mirror starts to fade or the window starts to fade. And he digs into uh, his dinner. I, I glare at him one last time before I go. Is he my spider? Is he my friend? He is. He's eating the person I was bonded to. The thing I was bonded to is not person. Just, there's no words for how angry that makes her. Because she doesn't feel sad. Because Laurel was good and brave till the end, but fuck, this guy's annoying. So you're leaving? Yes. You don't want to investigate more around the building? As you come out into a corridor, you can see there are other rooms available. Uh, let uh, me do an investigation check. Well, you wouldn't have to investigate. Oh. I'm asking, would you like to actually like look around the yeah. place? Yes, please. Okay. Um, you look around, and it seems to be a simple keep. Uh, it looks to be almost like an old castle. Um, you can see that there are multiple um, tapestries that show different histories. Um, all of them look to be different ages of Cordelia uh, that you would know from the history of Cordelia. Yep. Um, however, each of them have an additional figure in them, in all of them, okay. which to, seems to be an eloquently dressed gothic figure that's been added to each of them. Not- Is it... Our good crazy friend. You could, you you would not be, uh, you would not be um, suggested to be uh, out of the realms of possibility. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no obvious. The indicators that would suggest it is him is that there is the red streak of hair in yep. the person's, and you've never really seen anyone who has this red streak. It really goes with his level of um, ah arrogance. Yes. Yes. Um, I will note that the roles are not always like you know he is the king or whatever there are parts where he's like the advisor to the king yeah or somewhere he is like a uh, it would be weird if he wasn't a knight him. in a in an army rather than like the leader of the army just out of interest is he ever in a role where he's like up against a load of people or he's being looked down on where is he he's in the uh almost like the like uh, like the lowest position the lowest position you'd probably note is when there is a depiction of the Five Dragon War. Right. Um, and he is seen as um, as a prisoner okay. in the Five Dragon War. Um, you see, so for those that are unaware, um, for yourself as a player, but also for our audience, um, the history of the world um, is that the world was created um, after the death of Aelstorm. The hero, uh, the 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 fighter of the uh, the world splitters, when he was sent here into his world as a god, um, his children with his wife Elverex, uh, the one of the dragon gods. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, sorry, that's wrong. It's Calverex. Uh, that's his wife. I need to remember this because Alvarex is his daughter. Oh, okay. Alvarex is the goddess of um, of life. Who lives in Glayfair? It's like Calvarex is Calvarex is, is the wife. Yes, uh, who is the goddess of nature? Yes. Um, yes. So there are five dragon gods that live in the world: Calvarex, Alvarex, Brackenwaste, Floki, um, Frostcleaver. Yeah, I feel like one of those is wrong. I feel like you've just named six. 
Apologies, it's been a while since I've read my own notes. Yeah. So you should have Zephyrolon. Yeah. There's one I didn't do. Zephyrolon, Floki, Frost Cleaver, Bracken Waste. Yeah. And Elverex. And The five, excuse me. Okay. Um, each of them have their own domains. Um, so you would know these gods. Um, at the beginning of the world yep. of Cordelia, um, there was a moment where Bracken Waste, the red dragon... Yeah wanted to prove himself as the most powerful being in the world. This is the stuff I've read in your book, isn't it? Yes. Um, he has... Um, he had a moment where he tried to absorb um, another dragon's soul and was planning to absorb all of his brothers and sisters' souls to make him the one dragon god of Cordelia. Um, he... Uh, was thwarted by the heroes of the realm that rose up. Um, in that war, there were a cult of Bracken Waste. Yep. And you see that the leader of, still in a high position, but the damned leader and prisoned leader of Bracken Waste's cult yep. has a red stripe of hair and is, um, is actually hung um, from a tree. Oh. Um, as multiple knights of each uh, dragon order yes. watch on. And what you see as well is a multiple, uh, a, a quite an interesting scene where they are stood watching him being hung at the tree. Yeah. And in the distance, on another hill, you can see a lone figure and just spot a streak <gasps> of red where he's watching himself be hung. Oh, oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say watching like his dad or something. No. Oh, okay. Um, this gets deep. Really hoping the real world there's these exact same pictures just without the red haired person. Yes, all of these are, as I say, the, all of these are histories yeah. from Cordelia. Yeah. Um, you get the sense that if you were to read through Nomadia, the history of Nomadia book that you found, yeah. this would be what you were reading. I imagine so, yes. You'd be reading the exact history of Cordelia but from the perspective of this villainous yeah. vampire who apparently was the leader of the Bracken Waste cult. Okay. Right. Well, I've seen those. You also, investigating around, find there are a lot of areas you can't get into, but it is essentially like a, a, a small keep. There's not a lot of free rooms. Um, you wander around, you find yourself in an art gallery that has a lot of extensively beautiful, kind of picturesque, uh, like landscape paintings and stuff. Um, you see that the kitchen is perfect and it has enough to feed a small army um, inside. Um, you meet very few people. There are very, there are no, the people that you think are actually people are these unseen servants floating around. Mm. And I've got Mordecai on my arm. And Mordecai would be or probably perched sorry. on your shoulder. Oh, okay. In that typical kind of like oh, way. Great. <laughs> you can ask him to fly and stuff. No, like he's that. fine. He's fine where he is for now. I feel like a bit of a badass with a murderous raven on my. He's a falcon. Sorry, he's a falcon with a murderous falcon. Has he got one of those little hoods on so we can't see? <laughs> no, he. Uh, as I say, he, <laughs> he looks like almost like. Um, it's almost like he is anti-magic or anti-energy. Yeah. So he's like this black with a red hue to it that's burning around yeah. the space yeah. that he is sat in. Okay. Awesome. Right. We're going to head out. We're going to head out of this keep. Lovely. Because I'll always be able to find my way back to it. I just don't know where it is. As you step out... Magic. Um, as you step out into uh, the... You find the large Great Hall entrance, which has this large double door... Um, you open out into the uh, into the opening, mm -hmm. uh, the open into the outside world. As you step out, you have a moment where, like your mind, it's almost like when you step into a room and forget where you were going, and you turn around to step back in, and the keep is not there. Oh, it's, oh, okay. And as you turn, yeah, you take in the entire surroundings around you, and you find yourself in a cemetery. Uh... Okay, that's definitely not what I was expecting this to be. Um, I would like you to make a... Probably a history check would probably be the best one. Sure. Yep. Okay. 
as you look around. 14. 14? Yeah, it's fairly well known. Um, you look around and you're immediately like, this could be any cemetery. Yeah. The last place you remember being was um, the dark wood. Yeah. Which you can't see any trees around you. Meaning that you're out of the dark wood somehow. And then you spot one or two certain sigils and like covers on the gravestones around you, which would indicate this to be one place only in the entire of Bowerheath, which puts you smack bang on the east coast of Bowerheath. Some three or four weeks travel in a place called Trick Grave Cemetery. And that. That's where we shall end this episode. I knew you were going to say it, so I was like, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> oh. oh, do I have to do an episode now that's travelling by myself? Oh, now I just do travel by myself. With no, um, again, we'll see whereabouts we are, but yeah. I'd like to keep... Uh, I'm quite interested in seeing what happens here. <laughs> it might be a case of that now that this has been set up, I go, you know what, Peregrine is done until she is needed in the campaign it's proper. It's interesting because you're asking me to play this but I might be going a completely different direction from what you would do. I am leading you because I know I okay. can lead you um, as a player. I know you are very easy lead and this is not an insult or anything. I know that you pick up on certain stories. You uh, and, and the group in general you know when we were playing Icewind Dale and I was like I don't want you to go here yeah. and you all do and you do it in every campaign we play <laughs> you find it's almost like you're a magnet to the story and you go oh cool we need to go this way I'm like no, no. go do a side story yeah um, <laughs> so everything I put in front of you I know you will just follow it uh, like yeah. a, you'll follow the breadcrumbs regardless of where I place them okay so don't worry you're not doing the only parts that are different are the bits that I might have had Peregrine in my mind being like this sort of person yeah. but even then you know she is being flashed she's, out. She's not what I wanted to be, but to be fair, she's not a character I made, so I need to work on her if I'm going to keep playing her some more. Um, I don't know if you will at this point. I think that come next week, there will probably be a new story thing, potentially not with Emma involved. Um, we don't know. Uh, we will work out what that is next, uh, Next, uh, or I will over the next few uh, days, um, as this episode will be the last of the March episodes oh. and the next episode should be coming out as I open up a quick diary oh we got one more week of March yes so this comes out on the 23rd oh this is on the 23rd okay yes. then we have a week off apologies I thought this was uh, the 6th of yeah 23rd oh. 6th of April will be the next episode so between now and then if there's okay. conversation with the 16 Candle Keeps crew and we all decide that we're going to start recording it might be that I start wrapping these things up down to the point that we can return if not, audience please um, uh, be prepared for another few episodes of this mini-series, not Peregrine in uh, specific but like different side stories that have been happening throughout the world because as we know there are 10 groups that went out into the world <laughs> and it could be a simple thing as I it could be that next episode, me, you and Liam have a one-shot because uh, Jade's currently a little busy yep. or I have a chat with Jade and go, you've got some free time yeah. and I'll play around with what we do. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Keeping the content fresh, hopefully. Yes, cool. Well, thank you for letting me play Peregrine. Yes, thank you for playing and thank you very much for enjoying her as well because um, she's um, it is a character that I was like, she's either going to be like that sickly kind of, oh, for fuck's sake. No. Oh God. Oh, I'm so better. I'm the best at everything. Oh, no, no. Um, <laughs> Spit that. Yeah. Or it was going to be. Oh my God, she's the best at everything. I love her. Um, <laughs> seems to be the seems to be the way we're going. Um, but yes, more to come um, in a fortnight's time. Yeah. Until then, my dear listener, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for playing. Emma. Thank you for writing. Thank you very much for writing, Steve. Thank you for editing, Steve and Liam. And um, is it Wednesday yet? Wink. <laughs> Stolen. Anyway. Um, bye for now. Bye. Bye.